Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. California legislators are trying to ban biblical therapy for transgenders. Today we interview a man who became a woman who became a man, Walt Heyer. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live Skype interview from California with a new friend, a man that I've met recently through email. His name is Walt Heyer. And since 1990, he has been a straight Christian man who is advocating for religious freedom, not only for pastors, but for Christian therapists who are now under fire in California if they tell so-called transgender people that they can change from their transgendered illness into moral sanity. Welcome to the program via Skype, Walt Heyer. Yeah, thanks, Japs, for having me on today. So, Walt, I'm honored to meet you, and you have a unique story because you yourself used to be a transgender woman, or at least uh, someone who was born a man who tried to become a woman, but then, because of your, your religious experience, you came out of that disorder back in 1990, and you've been living as a straight man and happily married for, I think, now 21 years. Describe uh, your experience. Yeah, well, I started my journey uh, toward gender confusion at the age of four when uh, I started cross-dressing at the age of four, like we hear about kids doing today. I was affirmed and assisted by my grandmother, who was a seamstress, and so watching her when she was babysitting me at, at her home, uh, watching her uh, make dresses and things, I became curious. Like all kids four years old are curious about gender and gender identity, not knowing much about it. And her being a seamstress um, wanted to affirm me, and she made me a purple dress. It started my journey of um, gender dysphoria, gender confusion, whatever you want to call it. Um, and <clears throat> eventually underwent uh, gender reassignment surgery at age 42 and became Laura Jensen. So that must have taken, I mean, from age four to age 42, uh, you must have had a lot of back and forth uh, confusion as you describe it. But there are these two lies, I like to say, in the LGBT movement. One is that all homosexuals are born that way. And number two is that no transgenders are born that way, that they can freely switch, whereas homosexuals cannot freely switch. Both of those are lies. Do you believe when you had gender reassignment surgery that you actually became a woman? No, no, that's probably the greatest medical fraud of all time. Uh, it is categorically, scientifically, intellectually, biblically, or any other way possible to change from one gender to the other. It is uh, once you realize that the whole thing is um, an agenda that started many years ago by 
Alfred Kinsey and Benjamin and John Money, you realized uh, we've been duped. Society's been duped. It's all uh, phony baloney. So at age 42, you made this transition when you began calling yourself as if you were a woman. You even changed your name. You even had the surgery. Uh, when did, did the light bulbs go on that you were actually still a man and you wanted to so-called detransition from being a woman back to the way God made you as a man? Yeah, well, I started studying at UC Santa Cruz um, psychology because I wanted to go into uh, being a therapist and helping people with addictions and transgender issues. And once I began to study at UC Santa Cruz, I realized that there was studies that had been done at Cornell and other universities in the 50s that showed that people with um, gender confusion, gender identity disorder, uh, were suffering from uh, quite a few different uh, undiagnosed and untreated disorders most often, such as body dysmorphic disorder, uh, bipolar disorder, separation anxiety, dissociative disorder, and schizophrenia, to name just a few. So when you realize that the people who are struggling, uh, there had to be some casual moment for them to struggle. And so in, and I realized in my own case, uh, in my 40s, that the struggle actually started with the purple dress that grandma made. But more importantly, because grandma made me the purple dress, uh, I was sexually molested at the age of seven, eight, and nine by my uncle. So uh, what happens to people who are, uh, boys especially, who are sexually molested by another boy and are not homosexual, I was never homosexual. The act was performed on me not by my own will. And uh, what happens is that once you're sexually molested, you want to get rid of your genitalia because that genitalia is what caused you to be sexually molested. So you feel like you're safe if you can get rid of what caused you to be sexually abused. And so, of course, this was in the 40s. Uh, when I was doing this, I'm 77 years old. And so there was no, no words like transgender or sex change. I had to kind of deal with these issues uh, silently within myself. I couldn't talk to anyone about it. There are no therapists. And it wasn't until many, many years later after I was married and I was working on the Apollo Space Missions Project uh, as an associate design engineer that I became familiar with individuals that were popping up around the country that were dealing with people with gender issues that I became aware that these things could be treated in such such a way as surgery and hormones, which turned out to be false, but that's what they said. You, you speak as a scientist and you were a design engineer. Is there a way that humanity or the human body has been designed by something outside of ourselves? And uh, when you answer that, please describe the title of your book. Yeah, my book, um, A Transgender's Faith, uh, gives the whole journey that I went through uh, from start to finish uh, with the pastors who came alongside of me. It took a lot of people, actually, to come alongside of me, and therapists and doctors and others who supported. Now, keep in mind, when I did this, I was probably one of the first that was known to many of these people who had even undergone the surgery, because I underwent it in 83 and um, and then come out the other side. So um, 
you know, it's important to realize it is, you know, your body, you're uniquely made by God. And that uniqueness uh, in chromosomes, genes, and, and everything else can't be changed by ingesting hormones or somebody cutting on body parts or changing your appearance. Nothing biologically changes. It's just a real fancy masquerade that costs you a lot of money and is costing a lot of people to attempt and commit suicide because um, the fact is that it's ineffective in helping people who are struggling with gender issues. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Walt Heyer about this new California legislation that would have banned his therapist from helping him. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99. Or call us toll free at 866-ObeyGod. Get this 17-part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church. Or call us at 866-ObeyGod. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Firebox. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Walt Heyer, who has a website, sexchangeregret.com. Well, welcome to the program. What do people find on your website, sexchangeregret.com? Well, a lot of resources to the five books that I've written, uh, a lot of stories about other people who've detransitioned, and by the way, Detransitioning is escalating many, many more people who find out through my website that it's possible to get help to detransition, they do so. Uh, so uh, it's just a great site for parents uh, and others to find, uh, even therapists have contacted me and asked for help on how to assist someone to detransition. So you use that word detransition, which if you just Google the word, detransition, you'll find that there are thousands of people getting out of the so-called transgender movement. But 
California legislators say, oh, that's hocus pocus, that's impossible. Uh, you can only transition from man to woman in your case, but you can never detransition. Uh, isn't there a logical inconsistency for them to say that a person has a choice one way, but they cannot choose the other way? Well, what's most amazing about it, um, chaps, is that no one has ever, no one, I'll say it again, has ever proven that anyone has ever changed genders. They can't prove it. There's no medical test. There's no scientific test. So the idea that someone changes is false on its face. So the people are still the gender they were born, the one assigned them by God. Um, and so detransitioning is just a matter of buying a new wardrobe and acknowledging that the surgery failed miserably to change your gender. Um, so they're lying. They're, they've got an agenda that's years ago, um, and they're trying to make it work. They've got a lot of accomplices, especially in California, where things are uh, very political. This is a very political move, and it's designed to undermine the church, pastors, uh, any groups that assist or help people. I wouldn't have been able to detransition without the Christian psychologists who helped me, two of them primarily, the pastors who came alongside of me and gave me counsel over lunch and dinner and, and other things that they were able to provide help and love and assistance that guided me to my restoration and redemption in Christ. So these two Christian psychologists who helped you, they were practicing what some people call reparative therapy, what detractors call conversion therapy, but in any sense, they were just talking. They were not yeah. uh, trying to electrocute you, they were not trying to you know, perform novel measures, but talk therapy is now being banned by California legislators under this new bill, AB 2943. It has passed the California State House, it is going to the California State Senate where it's expected to pass. Do you think Governor Jerry Brown will, will sign this into law? And how would that have affected your doctors? Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been able to help me. And, you know, the, the whole thing about this, uh, the terms they use for therapy, I, I just call it getting out of the insanity therapy. And they just sat with me and they let me talk and they guided me. And so um, it was the simplest of support, love, and care. One therapist gave me his phone number and said, you can call me anytime, I'll meet you at the office. And there were times when I met him at 10 o'clock at night because I was in distress. So it was a matter of just being there. Um, they, didn't, they didn't perform anything. Uh, this whole reparative therapy and stuff is just um, a word used to disparage anybody who's helping another person come out of uh, some distress or some problem they have with their gender identity. And, you know, I've worked with many of these people over the last 12 years. I have only, 98% of them are not homosexual. Most people think that transgenders are homosexual. They're not, they're just people who have had something difficult happen in their life that caused them confusion about their gender identity. So, Walt, I wanna read from the new bill, which has already passed the California State House, AB 2943, declares, quote, advertising, offering to engage in or engaging in sexual orientation change efforts with an individual, end quote, is now going to be a fraudulent business practice. So they're putting Christian talk 
under the category of fraud, and then they would delicense or punish uh, uh, Christian psychotherapists who engage in this kind of talk therapy. California State Assembly member Al Maratushi said, quote, the First Amendment does not prohibit banning fraudulent conduct. The faith community, like anyone else, needs to evolve with the times. So he's saying that Christians need to evolve and they're not banning our First Amendment speech, they're just classifying Christian talk and the Bible as if it is fraud. How do you respond? Well, isn't it funny? Uh, only the Christians need to evolve. The LGBT doesn't need to evolve. The LGBT really needs Jesus Christ. And they need to evolve in uh, understanding that none of these people change genders, that people all the time that I've met in, in TV shows and other places that have detransitioned out of a homosexual lifestyle. All these things are very, very possible through the power and grace of Jesus Christ. So the LGBT does not want you to abandon uh, their agenda. Uh, it's more like a cult organization today. Once you're in, you, apparently you can't get out. They don't want you to come out. Uh, that's how cults work. Um, it's really a shame that people who have a desire to avoid same-sex attractions or to detransition in California would not be provided access to good, effective, sound psychotherapy, be it Christian or not Christian, uh, to help people for something they really desire to change. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Walt Heyer about his faith in Jesus Christ and how that helped him retain his manhood. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also face punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Are you frustrated at the direction your country is headed? Are you ready to fight for a cause and change the world? Do you believe God has called Christians to make a difference? Announcing a new book by Chaplain Gordon Klingenschmidt entitled How to Liberate the World in 30 Days, a step-by-step -step guide to take back your country. Dr. Alan Keyes wrote the foreword saying, This book needs to be placed in the hands of every millennial and Bible-believing pastor in America. This book teaches 30 powerful political tools in a 30-day devotional that will change your life and give you power. It comes with 15 inspiring true stories of political victory. You don't even need to get elected to take back your government. But if you read this book, you just might get elected too. Order your copy today. It's available in the Superstore at WND.com on Amazon, and you can get the first chapter 
free right now if you visit the website schoolofliberty.org. That's schoolofliberty.org. It's time to take back your country. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Walt Heyer, live from California via Skype. And Walt, your website, sexchangeregret.com, also has links to your book, which is Transgender's Faith. And you were converted, so to speak, by a religious experience, you say in April of 1990. What happened in your personal walk with Jesus? Well, I had been uh, working on um, my recovery program from AA, and I was working on my fourth step uh, with one of the Christian psychologists, and we had spent a good two and a half hours discussing many of the things like the purple dress, being sexually abused, the struggles I'd had early on in my life. And um, when we were done with this nearly two and a half hour discussion, uh, he suggested that we pray and turn it all over to the Lord. And so during our time there, we started to pray and it was seemed like it was a long prayer. Uh, and I, I don't even remember what he was saying, but I do remember that what appeared to me uh, to be real um, came in the face of Jesus Christ actually standing in front of me and looking down what, where he was looking, you could see that there was a baby beneath him. And I looked at the baby during this prayer and I realized that baby was me and the Lord picked that baby up and cradled the baby in his arms and then looked at me and said, you will be safe with me forever. And the prayer, he disappeared and the prayer was over. And at that very moment, I was redeemed and restored to my sanity of gender, my sanity of life. And I knew that I was going to serve the Lord Jesus Christ from that day forward. <laughs> so you have now been married to your second wife for over 21 years. Um, and d does she experience any of this with you? Or does she just look at you as a normal man? Oh, well, she... Well, there's nothing really normal about me, no matter what. I, you know, no one's ever going to suggest that I'm normal. That's okay. Um, you know, we've been, um, we do this ministry work. We, this is our work. We go around the world. I just got back from Santiago, Chile. I've been in Spain, Hong Kong, Italy, uh, Australia, Canada, and many other places. We go around spreading the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it can redeem the most broken of lives, and no one need to be in despair, that life in Christ is redeemable. Um, all our sins are redeemable. All our struggles are known to God, and he has the, the love, power, and grace that can bring us all back from the brink of our own disaster. So I want to read a quote from an LGBT activist, Samuel Brinton said in California in, in advocating for this ban on Christian talk therapy, he said he wanted to, quote, figure out a way to stop, end quote, pastors and churches from basically offering counsel to people. Uh, but he says, I may not be able to find every little camp, every pastor, but I can make it something that is culturally unacceptable by affecting mental health professionals but by proxy, 
it's then going to affect everyone else, meaning pastors and Christians. So they don't, they want to go after the pastors. They want to go after you because of your effectiveness in counseling people with the Bible and with Jesus Christ and with prayer. But because they think the First Amendment protects pastors, they're gonna go after the psychologists who they think the First Amendment does not protect. Why do you think they're being so aggressive in punishing or targeting Christians, even pastors? Well, if, if in fact we continue on the trend that we're doing where we're actually helping people detransition and more and more people speaking out about coming back from their homosexual life, you can see that they need to protect the LGBT because you can see these letters just totally falling apart as more and more people detransition and more and more people speak out against the gender change and homosexual lifestyle. It'll collapse un unto itself if they don't try to pre prevent people from detransitioning. Like I say, it's a cult. They want to keep everybody in. It's like what I call, it's like the Roach Motel. You go in, you can't get out. So it's like a must stay gay bill that they're trying, they want everyone to stay in the LGBT movement. And if you try to escape, they're gonna punish people for trying to help you escape. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, well, we just have one minute left. Uh, I know you are personally a Christian. Would you like to uh, lead our audience in prayer or say anything encouragement directly to someone who is watching? Yeah, I think anybody who is struggling with these issues, whether it be a parent or a child or an uncle, aunt, psychologist, pastor, whatever, uh, we need to sit down with individuals who are struggling, whether they be uh, dealing with same-sex attraction or transgender issues, and dig down in and find out what happened to them as a young person that caused them to have this disordered thinking that has caused them this kind of a life. And once we sit down and show them love and caring, uh, that is the way that we can love on these people and, uh, and guide them back to their sanity through Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's take a moment and pray. Father, I ask your blessing on every person who is watching this program. And if you have friends, encourage them to tune in. Encourage them to find this video on YouTube or at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. God, I ask your blessing on Walt and his wife as they minister to the lost. Give religious freedom to those ministers in California who are bringing the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Walt Heyer. His website, sexchangeregret.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today, pick up the phone and call us during business hours at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial and finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. 
Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.